the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Christmas, Carrie. Merry Christmas, Mark. And Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Mm-hmm. But we're taping the show. Actually, because of the way the holiday schedule's working this year, we're actually taping this show on Wednesday before Christmas. And because of the potential bad weather? <laughs> Storm Might be around the coming. corner? Uh, Flash so freezing? We hope when you're listening to this on Christmas Eve morning that everybody's doing okay and the weather was... And it wasn't as bad as maybe what they're forecasting. Mm-hmm. It's certainly going to be cold. And hope everybody traveling has got to their safe homes. Home safely, I guess I should say. So, Karen, I thought it was going to be kind of a calm, like, no news week. Mm. Not exactly. So, one of the things that we were talking about was whether or not the... Secure Act 2 would become law by the end of this year. And as of this day, again, Wednesday, so it may still happen. Mm. So it, it, and so what we learned, and we just learned this on Tuesday, was that the Senate released their H.R. 2617, which is the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023. It's only a $1.7 trillion package. Are you Here ki- we go again. I, I mean, are you kidding me? And I've heard some of the stuff. I've seen the headlines already of stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. They were all throwing in. Any examples, Carrie? Or just, I, I don't even get me started. I was going to say, I don't want to get controversial yet. This I, you know, so I started perusing the 4,100 pages trying to find, because what, what they announced was that the Secure Act 2 was embedded inside the 4,000 pages. Right. Why can't we do 
you just the Secure Act too, and or just pieces and parts of things that we all agree in. Do you know how long it took me to find it in the four thousand pages? Because the problem is—is is that what you did all evening, late afternoon, all night? I, the, the, the so the problem was they have a table of contents, but if there's no numbering. So all the table of contents is you think that's intentional is three pages of what's in it, but there's no page numbers, so mm-hmm. you don't know when any of it's happening. You don't know if the first provision is ten pages or a hundred pages. Mm-hmm. So you just have to kind of you know unless you're going to read all forty one hundred pages. I'm, I'm sure our congressman did, but if you're just trying to find something particular, good luck. Well, if I'm going to save you a lot of trouble, okay? Okay. Because actually, if you want to find the Secure Act, okay, it starts on page. Let's see, two thousand sixty-three. Two thousand forty-six. Okay. Okay. So it's the secure. It's a little buried uh, between. I did want to (laughs) say it had to be in the middle. You know, I started at the beginning, went to the end, and I had to go back to the middle. I know there's like 65 million for uh, international fisheries. I mean, the stuff they just chucked like pretty much through and everything everybody wanted. The pork is unbu. It's a travesty. It really is. They should Um, all be fired. um, (laughs) It's an absolute travesty. But the the so anyways the important part to to us <laughs> for the financial planning is the Secure Act two, which again begins on page twenty forty six. I don't know. I stopped printing it at page twenty eighty. I don't know. It probably goes on. And so I just I just did the first hundred some pages. <clears throat> um, so we're gonna we're gonna spend some time. <laughs> Going through the Secure Act part well, of it. Well, today on the show, we'll spend some time. Um, for it, It's going to be an ongoing... People will be reading this Secure Act. They made it so complicated. But do you think here. they should all read it before they vote for you, it? You can't read it. It's way too complicated. Well, I would be like redlining it. No, let's not worry about the fisheries right now. Let's well, not worry about... I'm not even talking about, about the 4,000 pages. I'm just going to reserve my comment. To the Secure Act, too. Okay. I haven't read the other two thousand pages. Okay. Three thousand, whatever. You know, I'm I'm just talking <laughs> about the Secure Act too. You know, it was supposed to be. Yeah, can't that be a separate? Well, can't it be simple? Yeah. No, it can't. It, of it's course, not it can't. Simple at all. It's because they. I think they overcomplicate it to throw in crap in there. I mean, the complexity alone will prevent compliance. Mm-hmm. Because no one's going to be able to follow the right rules, anyways. Right, and then they'll come out a couple of years later and say, "Well, let's clarify this." Let's. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll highlight some of the provisions in the Secure Act Two, which is embedded in the Omnibus Bill, and it's not law yet. Okay, so I want to make that clear. As of today, we're taping the show on Wednesday. It's not law yet. The Senate has to approve it. That means there's going to have to be 10 Republicans to go along with the Democrats or the independents, however you want to look at it now that cinema is an independent. So they got to get to 60 votes. But there is a lot of, I think, uh, you know, um, Cocaine Mitch is behind it. So I think he's probably got his 10 votes in the Senate. The House, I assume, is going to pass it, and then it'll wind up on the White House. Ridiculous. The president, you know, Ridiculous. Um, and we'll, and, you know, just another 
One point seven trillion. You don't Carrie. think the taxes are coming? Who's going to pay for it? And a lot of and a lot of that is the defense bill. It's a big part of it. Um, there's money, more money for Ukraine. But how much? Yeah, who's going to pay for it? Well, we keep just throwing a trillion here, a trillion there. No one cares, Carrie. I mean, I do. They don't worry about paying off the debt. The debts, the U.S. debt's not going to be paid off in my lifetime, Carrie. I can tell you that. Yeah, but it's. I mean, let's not make it worse either. Um, so, but how does it affect your financial planning? Right. Um, and that's, so if you are, if you do believe that the U S will ever get serious and pay off the debt, well then that, that only means one thing. (laughs) Taxes are going up Mm -hmm. and that's really what debt is. It's just deferral of taxes. Right. Um, and so whenever the U S you know, elected officials get ready to pay it off, you only know what your taxes are going up. So from that standpoint, you may be thinking that this may be the lowest income tax rates you're going to have for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see, but uh, and and we we've got to the 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 inflation. So inflation inflation is going to be the Grinch that steals Christmas this year. Mm. Um, so what are they saying? Um, more than half of U.S. adults say it's harder to afford the holiday gifts they want to give this year. 69% of them say they have seen higher prices for holiday gifts in recent months, up from 58% last year. Okay, this was a you know a poll that was done. Um, so how do they break it down by class? Okay, so... The middle class, which again, you know, you hear a lot about the middle class. It might they might not be talking about you, Carrie, right? But mm-hmm. so this article is defining middle class as households earning less than fifty thousand. Okay. Okay, and they're saying about sixty six percent, two thirds of those polls, uh, <coughs> excuse me, said that they're having a harder time affording gifts and food for holiday meals this year. Then when you get up to the Upper middle class, the fifty thousand to a hundred thousand. Okay, it, it's about sixty percent. Still, you know, six out of ten are found it harder to afford the gifts and food. Okay, um, then when you get up into the higher above that, above the hundred thousand household earnings, then it's about fifty percent. Okay, all right, and I would say that's where our clients are at. Right, you know, I would say that. I still don't think that 50% of our clients, when we ask them, you know, are you concerned about inflation? Is it affecting your lifestyle? Are you concerned about the financial longevity of your plan being in detriment, you know, because of – no. I think they're more worried about a market and recession and the losses than they are about inflation. Although we do have people that are worried if it continues. Oh, yeah. And I'm saying it's the short term that really isn't. Right. I can I can handle it for the short term. Right. As long as it's not lasting. Right. And, and, and I'm not saying 100% of our clients say it's not bothering right. them or it has an effect. But I don't know if more than 50% are saying that they right. cut their spending habits right. because of the concern. Um, so we'll see. But that is something that the Federal Reserve, I think, will do. I mean, inflation has peaked. We're pretty much sure of that. 
Um, whether or not it still may be a little jagged peak, but chances are it'll peak. And, and it's that idea that the Federal Reserve, they're not stopping. They're going to continue to work at it until they have, you know, good confirmation that we're headed back down to mm-hmm. their target 2% right. inflation as opposed to the 7% inflation we had this year. Right. And as I agree that most Americans can handle 7% inflation for one year, but if that is embedded and you've got that type of inflation for two or three back-to-back years, ouch, that's a much ouch, different story. Ouch. Now, of course, the the other thing is, will the Fed's medicine cause a U.S. recession? Mm. So we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. Just before um, we get to that, Carrie, though, uh, also time the year that we look at the year and stuff. So word of the year, Carrie, did you hear what the word of the year is? Uh, I saw one, and I don't know if this is the one, woman. Is that the one? I One of them said one of the words they were was woman, and okay. I was like, what? Well, that's it. So I, I will give you Webster's. Okay. This was Oxford, I think, okay. maybe. So I was like, what? Yeah. So Webster's where they're gaslighting. Oh, my and God. And how many times have we heard gaslighting? Oh, you see stories all the time. And does anybody even know what it is? Yeah. It's kind of when you start something or you create Right. I, I don't know what the better definition. I know what it means. Probably terrible explaining. Uh, well, I'll give you the. Isn't everyone gaslit today? I, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it seems like that. Everyone says they're gaslighting, bringing gaslighted, or someone's right. gaslit. Um, <coughs> you know, it, it's it's maybe the right uses it more than the left. I don't know. Um, I don't know because the left. I mean, everything's nobody's fault. It's everyone else's fault. It's never your fault anymore. Everyone's a victim. You know, so it comes out of a play, which actually they made a movie back in 1938, entitled Gaslight. Oh, um, and it, in, in that play, it was the the husband who was trying to make his wife go crazy, basically. Okay. So he was manipulating the gaslight lamps in the house that they would be dimming; they'd be constantly dimming. And she mm-hmm. would comment about that, and he said, "No, they're not dimming." You know, and that was the—that's the, the the play. But if you want the okay, so here's maybe the definition: psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time, that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts, the perception of their reality, or memories, and you know, or memories. And typically leads to confusion, loss of confidence, and self-esteem, right. uncertainty of one's emotional or mental stability, and a dependency on the perpetrator. So, Oh, by the way, it was woman was dictionaries. Oxford's word of the year, Mark, I thought you were going to pick this one, was goblin mode. <laughs> what? Goblin mode? I never heard that term. I'm not really... And it said it's the, it was Oxford's. It was... The type of behavior which is unapologetic, self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms. Are, and it said a lot of more people because of social media. I've never heard wow. of it, probably because I don't use social media. And but. woman, what? That's a new definition of woman? Uh, or it's a new... Is, is a woman the, anyone who says they're a woman? I is guess. Is that the new yeah, definition? They're... they're I, I, as a woman, I strongly disagree, but, you how know. About, okay, so how about the person <laughs> of the year, Carrie? Okay. Times person of the year. Oh, good Lord. Who knows? Well, it's not that hard to guess. Volodymyr Zelensky. 
You know, okay. You know, who's actually in? in He's gonna c- <clears throat> come today. You know, what's it? Um, twenty twenty two. So yeah. So that's not a thing. okay. No, I, that's better than right. picking like yeah. AOC or <laughs> somebody or just Hillary the, again. Or or what about or, Hunter Biden? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Or um, or, or the Me Too. Remember, it was oh, it was Me yeah. Too a few years ago. Um, but interesting. <clears throat> So it's Vladimir Zelensky and Vladimir Putin, right? I get those confused. Vladimir Putin? Is it Vladimir Putin and uh-huh. Volodymyr, Volodymyr Zelensky? Yeah, that's close. Why don't you just use their last names? <laughs> they're, they're, like they're doing with football people. But it's funny because, not funny, but it's just because, because Putin was Time's Person of the Year in 2007. Really? Now okay. remember, it, 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 person of the year doesn't mean you're good or bad necessarily, Gary. Okay. It just means you're, were you an important that okay. year? Okay, significant. Right. Um, and in 2007, one of the reasons they gave the Putin was that they, you know, he had returned his country from chaos to the table of world power. Okay, um, so added some stability, though at a cost to democratic principles. Well, look how now that's happened. That was 2007, and look what Putin's doing today. Mm-hmm. So we're and 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 Zelensky. Why do they pick him? Just you know, they again they say success as a wartime <clears throat> leader has you know his courage and is contagious. You know that mm-hmm. type of thing. So we'll see about that. All right. <clears throat> so that's um. So we've got the words of the year, the persons of the year. It's. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, maybe today too. We'll talk a little bit about the big stories or the top financial stories that uh, we'll be watching going into twenty twenty three. All right. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on fourteen twenty a.m. between nine and ten. We're a financial educational talk program here to give you helpful information and financial news that could be relative relevant to you whether you're working or retired. Hopefully making you aware of opportunities, choices, and issues so that you can be proactive when it comes to your financial life and take more of control of something when in a world certainly there are many factors we can't control and also give you clarity. We are sponsored by the estate planning team who is a <clears throat> excuse me. I've had a busy couple of weeks. I've been losing my voice. Uh, we are an Ohio registered fiduciary affordable fee-based planning firm that's been around Cleveland more than 35 years, helping people through good and bad times, building custom financial plans, helping people through objective, unbiased analysis so they know how short-term decisions affect the long-term outcome, and modeling in inflation, market volatility, spending, certainly taxes, and can you make different choices, and understanding that there's no good, bad product or tools or strategies. It's how they're used and are they appropriate. And I see too many times people get panicked and they go um, all in with a product or tool that they don't understand as well. And we try to get people educated. So they're making informed decisions, not quick ones that can sometimes shoot themselves in the foot down the road. We offer a Free, no obligation, no pressure consultation. We're scheduling by phone or in person. And we're scheduling now through the first quarter of 2023. So if you're listening today on Christmas Eve and you want to go ahead and get on the calendar, you can certainly do that. Leave a message. We'll call you back when we're back in the office. Or you can send an email through the website. You can call 440 239 
2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. <clears throat> Take a breath. There. I know yeah. the, the cough. The, the the cough is just. I think it's just busy. Like the last couple weeks have been crazy in our office. I was nonstop talking. I felt bad. I went home. I was like, I don't even want to talk. My mom would call me. I was like, Ah, mm-hmm. why don't yeah. you text me? <laughs> I thought you were just yelling at your kids too much, Carrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, only two. I only have one home, and he's my easy one. We can just play Christmas carols with us yeah. instead of trying to get into the you know, four, 4,100 page appropriations bill. Well, you're just going to focus on the 2000 of the Secure Act, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, in the Secure Act, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago on the show, right? You know, I was looking back to podcast, but <clears throat> I remember I call it that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think you could, you know, continue to enact hundreds and hundreds of pages of legalese that lets Americans invest for the retirement. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Whether they do it or not, I don't know. Because they could have been doing it before. <laughs> but anyways, we'll talk about that. So one of them is the new RMDH. Okay. All right. So this is a biggie. Because, as you know, the Secure Act 1, which passed in December of 2019, I guess they like to pass these things in December, Gary. Right. Okay, because the Secure Act 1 passed in December of 2019, right before the COVID shutdown, right? And IRS is still clarifying that. Okay. Proposed regs and final regs. But anyway, so they, you know, if this does pass, now again, as of this taping of the show, it has not passed yet. And the, the issue is, it, it, Carrie, you were, it, it, as you were saying, why didn't they just strip out the Secure Act 2 and do a separate right. vote so, on it? Right. Why do we have to do these massive things that nobody understands, nobody reads, they put it through, and then the politicians don't care? It's the American people that ultimately pay the price. And it's just because they can. They can just try to bury it all in the Christmas week because mm-hmm. and, and, they all want to go right. home. And... But if they don't pass it, if if there's if we don't get the ten, you know, the sixty votes in the Senate, you know, which is basically, you know, the Democrats are going to have their fifty. It's just whether the Republicans come up with ten. Mm-hmm. If they stalemate it, if they say no, um, then it's done. De- then it won't happen. That then, if they strip the Secure Act out, it won't get done this year. It, it, it's back into a new, <clears throat> whole new realm ne- starting next year. But anyways. Let's say I'm assuming they th- that you know Mitch McConnell has his ten votes and this thing's going to get passed. Mm. <clears throat> All right. So as I was saying, the secure maybe act- I can hope for a Christmas miracle. It won't. I, I think it's more curious. This is the nightmare before Christmas, right? So the all right. So Secure Act One, which raised the required minimum age from seventy and a half to age seventy two. Okay. Well. Now this Secure Act 2 is raising it to 73 and okay. then eventually to 75. Okay. Now this is where we've been talking about this for a while because mm-hmm. of the multiple versions of the bills, both in the House and the Senate, they all were in agreement to raise it from age 72, but they weren't in agreement to how high or how quickly. Okay. All right. So now we, this is settled. Okay. So we've got the... Okay. So... You know, it, it, when it's going to go to 73 immediately or next year. 
Okay. So if an individual attains age attains age seventy two after twelve thirty one twenty two and age seventy three before one one twenty thirty three then their applicable age is 73 for the requirement mm-hmm. of distributions. Okay. Is that easy enough to remember? I don't know. So it's, it's basically, so it's going to 73 next year, and then 10 years from now, it's going to age 75. Okay. So it's, again, now we've had clients who are waiting this because we have many clients who will attain age 72 next year, and they've been waiting to hear this. They're, they're waiting to say, hey, do I have to start a required minimum age next year and plan that accordingly? Or am I going to get grandfather or, or young enough to get into the next cut up where it goes later? So now we have the answer if this passes as written. So again, if <laughs> you turn age 72 after 1231-2022, then you and you'll be age 73 for okay. a required minimum. So you'd have another year to do Roth conversions or, the, you know, to do, you know, to do that. And then <clears throat> individuals who attain age 74 after 1231-32, then their applicable age will be age 75. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that, that's a lot of planning goes around that, you know, and, and it's still the same old rules. You know, you have until April 1st of the year after you attain the age, your political age, to do your first required minimum. But if you wait till April 1st, then you have to do a second required minimum by the end of that year. So you're doing two RMDs in one tax year, and that can be expensive. <clears throat> but so you don't have to do that. You can take the first required minimum in the calendar year that you attained your applicable age. All right. Um, but we so- certainly have clients, and don't ask your neighbor what they're going to do. You have to kind of figure out what works best for you. <clears throat> All right. So that's and, and so I'm just going to just probably I'll probably be repeating some here, Carrie. Um, okay. But just just kind of running down some of the lists um, that the Secure Act Two has got in it, allowing workers to participate in employer plans after two consecutive 12-month periods of 500 hours of service beginning in so I'm beginning in 2025. So here's some of the complexity. Some of these <clears throat> rules go in effect next year. Some go into effect in 2024. Some go into effect like in 2025. Like they just said they it's, all start I, this year. I'll say it again. I want to know who, like... The complexity alone will prevent compliance. All right. Um, and a lot of mistakes, I'm guessing. Well, that's compliance, right. Um, so, the... All right, now... Um, so that's the part-time worker. So part of the problem that they've identified is that part-time workers don't get invited into the 401k plans. So this this will change that. Okay. Um, increasing the catch-up contribution limit for select age groups. Okay. <clears throat> Requiring catch-up contributions to be made on a Roth basis for those earning more than 145000 except for simple plans. Okay, so, except for could we have not and just done it across the board? How do they come up with one hundred forty-five thousand? Don't ask me. Mm-hmm. Some that's the, that's a pencil pushing because if they do it one hundred forty, it costs too much. If they do one hundred fifty, you know, it's a, they right. zero in on one hundred forty-five thousand. So yeah, that couldn't the, have been just one fifty. So what what that is saying is that 
um, you know, right now the catch-up contributions, if mm-hmm. you know, over fifty, those go in. You get a pre-tax deduction for that, right? right. So, so you get to deduct that. Well, uh, this rule prevents that. It's saying, well, no, if you make over one hundred forty-five thousand, you can't. Uh, you know, your your catch-up contributions have to go into a Roth. Now, that's good news in one sense. It's now in a Roth, you know, four hundred one k, but. You uh you don't get the tax deduction now. You know that's what the that's that's why the government wants their money now. Um, permitting employer contributions to be made on a pre-tax or Roth basis. Okay. Um, expanding automatic enrollment in retirement plans. Okay. Um, so these are just some of the bullet points that we're talking about. What is in the Secure <laughs> Act two, which is embedded in the Appropriations Bill, the one point seven trillion bill that may be getting to President Biden's desk this by Christmas. Um, let me see. Allowing certain rollovers to Roth IRAs from 529 college savings accounts. Hmm. So that's an interesting <laughs> one, Carrie. Um, I'll talk a little bit more of that. Um, all right. Let me go to, okay, here's one. Roth 401k RMDs will be eliminated. You know, so remember that we talk about that a lot on this show. You know, everybody knows that a Roth IRA has no minimum required distributions, right. but Roth 401ks under the current laws do. Okay, so even though it would be tax free, you, you still st- have to pull withdraw money. Probably them thinking you're going to have to either spend it or put it into something that creates interest, dividends, capital gains, maybe. Right. So, <clears throat> so under the current law, you you are, you do have a required minimum distribution starting your applicable age for your um, Roth four hundred one k's. But this law would change that starting in twenty twenty four. Okay, um, it would eliminate that. So, so because right now people go through the the step process they when they mm-hmm. retire they don't want to take they don't want to be subject to the required minimums in their Roth 401k so they roll that to the Roth IRA so they don't have the required minimum distributions well now you don't have to go through that step you can leave the money in your Roth 401k and you won't be subject to required minimum distributions okay um QCDs. We were just talking about qualified mm-hmm. charge distributions <laughs> one of the year end planning did they actually address that in there the well, which one? Well, what the what the what the one we we're talking about was that yes, the right now the again is this going to affect a lot of <laughs> listeners? This is you know what they did was they said right now the most in a year that you can do a qualified charitable distribution is a hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. So this is going to increase that by inflation factor. Oh, I thought you meant because they didn't change the age of qualified charitable distribution last time with the Secure Act, the right, initial no. one. No, that, so is it still seventy and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so now, just starting in twenty twenty three, they're gonna that hundred thousand cap will be going up by an inflation factor. Also, it's it's uh, and again, the devil's in the details here, Carrie, and that's what we'll be studying for the, all next year and many years after that. It's the, they're going to permit a one-time gift of fifty thousand dollars through a charitable trust or a gift annuity. I, yeah, I'll have to learn more about that. But let me let me go let me try this. Let me let me go to so CNN. So let's go to CNN's top seven <coughs> provisions in the Secure Act Two, Carrie. Okay. All right. 
Um, so what did they say? Um, and, and like some of the stuff I was looking for, like, you know, the clarification of that. Or, you know, I thought maybe like something about like soaring up Social Security. No, right. No, none of that's in here, Carrie. Um, God forbid. Um, all right. So let me go to CNN's. All right. So what are their top seven, you know, pro- important provisions of the Secure Act 2? Um Auto-enrollment in 401k plans. Now, this, again, is where I'm saying you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Um, So most employers starting new workplace retirement savings plans would be required to automatically enroll employees in the plan. It is currently optional for employers to do so. It would then be up to the employee to actively opt out if they don't want to participate. Oh. So, again... It's they can if they don't opt out. I guess they're in, you right? Know. Okay, so uh, it would the the Secure Act two would would require employers to set a default contribution rate of at least three percent, but not more than ten percent for the employee, plus an automatic contribution escalation <clears throat> of one percent per so year. So you're forcing people to up, save up to a maximum contribution rate of at least ten percent, but not more than fifteen percent. Go ahead, Kerry. But but if people can't afford to do it, they're going to opt out. I mean, right? I don't think that this should even be in there. Well, s- it, it, it's it's like the idea, yeah. Because once they t- once you say the employee can opt out, guess what they're going to do? Opt out. You think? Because a lot of people, if you can't afford to do it and you need the cash flow, why wouldn't you opt out? If you ask the employee. You know, do you want to stay in or stay out? Now, if right. they don't, you know, <clears throat> see, the difference is Social Security. See, under Social Security, you can't opt out. Right. So that's really forced retirement. Correct. And that's going to save, you know. The, right. The, that, and so they're trying to get back to that, but they're just not going that far. Right. Because they're saying the employee can always opt out. You can't opt out of Social Security, but you can't opt out of the, the um, you know, the auto enrollment. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Uh, their second point: allow employer contributions for student loan payments when you have to pay down student loan debt, and makes it harder to save for retirement. I like that one. You know, that's the one that's saying a lot of a <laughs> lot of current younger workers saying the reason why I'm not contributing to my 401k and not getting the company match is because I need to pay my student loans. Right. Which because is, that's a huge I, issue. I don't think that's going to get you know. I don't right. know if the Supreme Court's going to you know give, forgive that debt. Hmm. Um, you know, um, one of the stories we'll Although be watching. Although I got a letter because my kid, you know, um, one of them had said, oh, we're going to like, don't worry from the U.S. <clears throat> Department of Edit. We're going to get this passed through regardless of what the Supreme Court. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, they'll keep going round and round. All right. Um, maybe that genie is already out of the bottle. Too far yeah, I think so. Um, but I don't know. I don't think he's, I don't think I don't think legally he can do it. I don't think so either, and I don't and, think anybody twisted your arm to go to school and take. I think the bigger issue is what colleges are charging right. is ridiculous. And the college, if they if they have to rewrite that law, the colleges would pay for at least half of the student loan debt forgiveness, take it out of their endowment funds. Um, all right. So then, then of course, <clears throat> CNN, their top, you know, they they talk about the new requirement distributions. Already went over that. Okay, number four: help employees build and access emergency savings. So normally, if you tap your 401k before age 59 and a half, you must not only pay taxes on that money, but also the 10% <clears throat> early withdrawal penalty. Uh, 
Unless it's for like first home medical education. Right. Some of the exceptions for employees who are dissuaded from saving money in a tax deferred retirement plan because they are concerned it would be too complicated and costly to access it for emergencies because to get those, right. you have to jump through hoops to get those things, right? Secure 2O may, uh, may reduce that fear. It would let employees make a penalty free withdrawal of up to $1,000 a year for emergencies. Now, okay. I don't know what they're defining emergency here. I don't know. I thought I would think it'd be just if I say it's an emergency, because how are they going to yeah, police that? That's what I'm. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what I have I'm an saying. emergency. Um, I need my tooth fixed. I don't have the cash. I mean, right. My pet. While, I mean, I'm just saying I, they're not yeah. going to be able to monitor that. While employees would still owe income tax on that withdrawal in the year it's made, they could get that tax refunded if they repay the withdrawal within three years. Okay. Who's tracking all this, Carrie? That's what I'm saying. You're- <clears throat> okay. If they don't repay the withdrawal, they would have to wait until the three-year repayment period ends before being allowed to make another emergency withdrawal. Oh, good Lord. All right. Um, all right. Number five, raise catch-up contribution limits for older workers. So currently... Now, I like that one because they really haven't... <clears throat> they've bumped up every year the contribution limits for inflation. The, the catch-up's been flat. Well... Yeah, I don't feel like the complexity of this one. I don't care. Probably Again, not. It's not exactly simple. Can't they just have it go up by five hundred dollars every year, or thought you know? Okay, so okay, so if you're fifty or older, you may contribute an additional six thousand five hundred to your four hundred one k on top of the twenty thousand five hundred annual federal limit effect this year. So that's the current law. Okay. Okay. Under the <laughs> new law, instead of six thousand five hundred, those aged sixty. 61, 62, and 63 would be allowed to contribute $10,000 or 50% more than the regular catch-up amount in 2025, whichever is greater. Oh, good Lord. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Can't you just say this amount up Um, to? The provision would take effect after December 31st, 2024. Can you imagine these custodians are going to be like... The complexity of paperwork and tracking and oh, but but the, but Congress is so worried that so many people are going to hop on that that they have to pay for it somehow. So you know, stay okay. T- so okay to help pay for the cost of the retirement package. However, another provision which would go into effect a year earlier would require anyone <laughs> with compensation over one hundred forty five thousand to rothify their catch-up contributions. So instead of making before-tax contributions up to the catch-up limit, you could still contribute the same amount, but you would be taxed on it in the same year. Your contribution would then grow tax-free and maybe withdrawn tax-free in retirement. But the federal government would get the tax revenue from the original catch-up contribution up front. We, you know, again, going over that a little bit. So there's going to be some review. Okay. Uh, number six, enhance and simplify the... Uh, simplify... <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, but yeah. Hanson simplify. I don't think anything the savers credit. Okay, now I don't know if too many listeners are getting the savers credit. It's 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 uh, you know it's an underutilized federal match exists for lower income earners. Retirement contributions up to two thousand a year. Um, okay, so the new package would enhance and simplify the so called savers credit so more people could use it. 
Eligible filers, here defined as married couples making $71,000 or less, could get a matching contribution from the federal government worth up to 50% of their savings, but the match cannot exceed $1,000. This provision, however, doesn't go into effect till after 2026. I mean, really? Okay. Um, And this is CNN 7-point. Make it easier for part-time workers to save. Okay, and we already talked about that. Um, so it, it, you know, it allows the part-time workers to get into four, at least if they if they work at least five hundred hours okay. a year, and they have three years of that uh, history. <clears throat> All right. Um, so so that's some of it. I, Does you know, any of it have anything to do with? Just out of curiosity, because I have not looked at it, the inherited IRA. Or is that still the ten-year rule? Or? No, that's the Secure Act one. So okay. there's, so there's I, no changes. I haven't with that. seen any further clarification okay. of that. But um, we'll, uh, next, we'll come back <clears throat> with the Forbes top nines. So. All right. Well, uh, you're listening to Financial Food for Thought, um, sponsored by the Estate Planning Team. We offer a free, no obligation, no pressure consultation. We're fee-based fiduciary planners that do financial modeling and provide people objective, unbiased analysis, help people make different choices so they get the most net benefit from the financial choices they're faced with. They can, you know, our planning process often saves people money, gives people clarity of what's possible. Are they underspending, overspending? Are they worried about something they shouldn't or if we model in a worst case scenario, at least you know what steps to take and strategies to use to get yourself back on track. And if you'd like to take advantage of a free no obligation consultation by phone or in person and get scheduled on the 2023 schedule, call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com that's financialfoodforthought.com if you go on the website and sign up for the newsletter as we get summaries of all these changes if it does get passed you will get alerts for that and get posted on future planning classes as well that's financialfoodforthought.com and you're listening to Kara Waddell and Mark Donnelly here this morning and we're listening to the crooners Um, those were the best Christmas songs I think like Bing Crosby so, all right. So, let's go into what Forbes top nine provisions of the Secure Act okay. two. Right? And there's going to be some overlap here, Carrie. So, excuse me for doing the overlap. Okay. But because each one, because one of the things I noticed is, although the there's some confusion over when the law was written. Certainly, they talk about IRAs, and we all know what IRAs are. But sometimes there's confusion whether that includes SEP IRAs mm-hmm. or simple IRAs. So there's some clarification that's going that has to go on there. But then a lot of the the write ups they talk about 401k changes. So the question is, well, what about 403bs, or what about 457s, mm-hmm. and some of these other ones? Are they included? I would, I would guess, but we need to probably clarify that. Is it yeah. going to be an if then? I would say, I would assume, but so, so now looking at Forbes. All right. So again, their number one is you know increasing the required minimum age, and again, that's the idea that it's going up to seventy three next year, and then up to seventy five in twenty thirty three. 
Okay. Um, now, two, increase the catch-up contribution limits. All right. So we just <clears> talked <throat> about it. So in, in there, they do specify. They say, that under their interpretation, 401k and 403b plans, starting in 2025, the catch-up contribution will become the greater of 10000 or 150% of the catch-up limit for individuals ages 60 to 63. Hmm. Good luck with that. <laughs> Starting in 2026. By the way, what else happens in 2026, Carrie? Tax rates that uh, Trump jobs and tax cuts go away. Go away. And if you're using standard deduction, remember those get cut in half, so taxes are going to go up. So do you think... That's if Congress does nothing with the tax law changes. Right. So do you think that may have something to do with why some of these are going to affect in 2026? Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't they just make everything go in effect in 2026 and be done with it? Um, we know we have 2023, 20, we have every year, don't we, up until 2026 and then some? Uh, all right, let's see. Allow companies to make 401k matching contributions based on student loan payments. That, okay, so we'll see how many how that works out. I mean, not that every company offers company matches, by right. the way. Especially, <laughs> they'll cut them if they go into a recession. Right. Um Okay, the 529 plan to Roth IRA rollovers. This is the one that I was, I don't think I saw this in the in the earlier version. Okay. Okay. So they're saying the 529 education plans, which you typically get a savings on your Ohio, your state tax return, is the benefit of doing that. They're saying now you can roll them to a Roth IRA? It's not quite that simple, Carrie. But that's okay. the general concept. <laughs> But and it's interesting because we've been talking. Uh, well, I was going to say, is that a, another backdoor Roth? If that's the case, well, I'll just chuck well, money into a yeah. Or the idea that we've been talking about for the last few years, since the federal was actually when, when the federal state tax exemption went so high that nobody was worried Over about twelve state million taxes, a person. That well, if you're a grandma and grandpa, and you're saying, well, you have a choice to do to contribute to a five twenty nine plan for a grandchild, or just do a Roth conversion. It's, in other words, you might want to do the Roth conversion because it's still a tax-free alternative, not subject to any of right. the complicated, you know, qualified distribution rules of the 529 plan. Right. So we've been, you know, we have a lot of clients who were thinking 529 made that change and say, mm-hmm. no, I'm just going to do the Roth. See, before it was an issue because if you were high net worth, the Roth IRA is in your estate for estate tax purposes. Right. But the 529 isn't. Right, the the Pension Protection Act made that clear. So so that's why at one time with the lower federal state tax exemption, people said, you know, wealthy individuals said, I got to go to the five twenty nine. I can't run the risk that I use it in a Roth IRA and I die before my grandkids get it. Right, right. Um, but now, okay. So the act includes language that would allow tax and penalty-free rollovers from 529 college savings plans to Roth IRAs with limitations. Okay. Okay. First of all, the lifetime rollover limit is 35000 And beneficiaries must move the funds between a 529 plan and a Roth IRA in their name. Okay. See, if they're talking about the beneficiaries here, not the custodian. Right. In the case, if you're grandma and grandpa, you're the you're the principal. Right. You control the purse strings. This is saying the beneficiaries has to make a move. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Okay. Um, 
Now, you mean it's not as simple as it sounds? Well, <laughs> and that was confusing me. So I actually went to the law. Okay. I went to page 2161. The proposed law. Proposed law. And this is what I mean by how simple is this? Okay. Special rollover to Roth IRAs from long-term qualified tuition programs. In general, in the case of a distribution from a qualified tuition program of a designated beneficiary, which has been maintained for the 15-year period ending on the date of such distribution, subparagraph A shall not apply to such much to, to so much the, proportion, the portion of such distribution, which, one, does not exceed the aggregate amount contributed to the program and earnings attributable thereto before the five-year period ending on the date of distribution. And two, is paid in direct trustee-to-trustee transfer to a Roth IRA maintained for the benefit of such designated beneficiary. Now we get to the limitations. If you got all that down, Carrie, you got all that down? Okay. (laughs) Not quite. Annual limitation. Clause I shall apply to so much of any distribution as does not exceed the amount applicable to the designated beneficiary under Section 408AC2 for the taxable year, reduced by the amount of aggregate contributions made during the taxable year to all individual retirement plans maintained for the benefit of the designated beneficiary. Aggregate limitation number two. This subparagraph shall not apply to any distribution described in Clause I of to the extent that the aggregate amount of such distributions with respect to the designated beneficiary for such taxable year and all prior taxable years exceed 35000 Now we get to treatment under Roth IRA rules. In general, paragraph 1 of Section 408AE is amended by striking the period at the end of subparagraph B and inserting a comma and comma by inserting after subparagraph B the following new subparagraph. From a qualified tuition program to the extent provided in Section 529C3E and by adding at the end the following new sentence, the earnings and contributions of any qualified tuition program from which a qualified rollover contribution is made under some paragraph C shall be treated in the same manner as the earnings and contributions of a Roth IRA from which a qualified rollover contribution is made under subparagraph A. I can't read anymore, Carrie. That sounds painful. Who is who is going to understand this? So the headline is you can you well, can roll really over five twenty nine the Roth tax attorneys yeah yeah and that's not the case and I guarantee we'll get calls on that and not quite I, 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 and I'm not done I, I mean it goes on the, the just the rules for this go on for another two or three pages. That sounds painful. It's a traversity. Mm-hmm. What Congress is passing in these ominous bills is shameful. Mm-hmm. They're making it. No one is going to do any of this because they don't understand it. Right. We're going to wait a couple of years till I'm thinking the very smart Wall Street tax attorneys figure something out and. But regardless, there are opportunities in every economic situation. And if you're in the camp that thinks tax rates are going to go up in the future, whether you're working or retired, be proactive. We don't do investments. We do long-range planning and objective analysis. We don't care if our clients do investing on their own or you work with an existing investment advisor. Take advantage of a free consultation and call us at 440-239-2090 or visit 
financialfoodforthought.com. All right, a couple more Forbes. So here's, you know, penalty for missing RMD cut in half. Remember, this is the one that we've been waiting for. Because it was 50% if you miss it. Currently, the penalty for missing a required minimum distribution is a whopping 50%. The act would cut this in half to 25%. Also, if corrected in a timely fashion, I guess that'll be defined later, the penalty would be reduced to 10%. This part of the bill would be effective in 2023. Okay. Um... Okay, other Roth changes. And this is where we get a little bit more definition of IRA. Or you know, Under current law, SAP and simple retirement plans cannot have a designated Roth IRA account. The SECURE Act 2 is going to change that. Now participants in these plans could have the option for contributions, employer funding, to be treated as Roth starting in 2023. So this is where... You know, remember originally it was just Roth IRAs, then it was Roth 401ks, then it was Roth and 457s. Right. Now we've got Roths available in SEPs and Simples. That's good news. Okay. Um, the bill would also require participants to make to make catch up contributions in a Roth account in 457. So the bill would also require participants to make catch up contributions to a Roth account now in the 401, 403, and 457 plan starting 2024. And then, you know, again, the, the exception, you know, if you're making under 145000 And then the bill enables employees to allow employees to elect matching contributions in a Roth account versus pre-tax effective immediately. So more and more on this. Uh, Carrie, I hear the music. We just got started. This <laughs> is, we'll see uh, if this gets passed and we'll be talking more about this. And Carrie, I think you. you All right. Awesome. Uh, we, should, we wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and have a safe holiday season. Give us a call at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Merry Christmas, everyone. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.